Well, praise the Lord tonight, um, Wednesday night. Wednesday night Bible study, praise God for another opportunity to share the word of God. And we thank God for it. Thank God for you. Um, pray that God is blessing you. That you're continuing to walk with him, walk by faith. Uh, that's one of the things that we've been talking about, obviously, during our Bible study is living by faith. And we're praying that as we continue to deal with this very important topic, because this is how we're supposed to live according to the word of God, that you're being encouraged in your walk. And so we praise God by faith for that. Amen. Uh, that that is exactly what is happening. And so we're praying God's best for you tonight um, and that you're encouraged in your spirit um, by the spirit of God. And if not, that you're like David and you are encouraging yourself in the Lord. Praise God. Um, but no matter what, we're believing for the encouragement of God for you. Um, so tonight we're going to continue with uh, living by faith. Um, and we're going to finish up um, on our application of, of, of this in the area of finances. So faith for finances. We've been talking about faith for finances for the last two weeks. Uh, the two weeks prior to that, we were dealing with faith for healing. Uh, because again, we don't want to talk about living by faith in the abstract. We want to bring it right home to where we live and to have practical application for this general command to live by faith. Um, we want to talk specifically um, because we live day to day. Amen. I mean, we don't live from sermon to sermon or from Bible study to Bible study, right? We're living day to day. And the things that God is teaching us, he wants us to allow these teachings to guide us in our daily living. And so we praise God for the practical application and in two key areas, one for healing and and then the second one as we're dealing with it now is for finances. So we're talking tonight, living by faith, faith for finances. This is the third um, um, sharing on this particular topic. And um, I believe that it might be the last one, amen. Uh, and we'll see what, what the Lord has to say, but that's the plan anyway. So, um, so tonight, if you have your Bibles, I'm in Luke chapter 12. And we're going to read in Luke chapter 12, um, verses 13 through 21. So um, let's look at that together. Luke chapter 12, verse 13 through 21. As we talk about living by faith, faith for finances. Uh, verse 13 says, And one of the company said unto him, unto Jesus, Master, Speak to my brother, that he divide the inheritance with me. And he said unto him, Man, who made me a judge or a divider over you? And he said unto them, Take heed and beware of covetousness. For a man's life consists not in the abundance of the things which he possesses. And he spake a parable unto them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentifully. And he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do? 
because I have no room where to bestow my fruits. And he said, This will I do. I will pull down my bonds and build greater, and there will I bestow all my fruits and my goods. And I will say to my soul, Soul, thou hast much goods laid up for many years. Take thine ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said unto him, Thou fool, this night shall thy soul be required of thee. Then whose shall those things be which thou hast provided? So is he that layeth up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Let's pray tonight as we get into the Bible study. Father, we bless your name. We thank you, God, for the reading of the word of God. Father God, we thank you that it is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path, guiding us in the way we should walk. Yes, Father, Father God, give us revelation tonight. Uh, inspire us, O oh God. Strengthen us in our faith. Continue to teach us, God, yes, uh, your most holy way. And Father, we just thank you now for the impartation. We thank you for building us up, for strengthening us. And we thank you, God, for what you are going to share with us father yes. have your way tonight and father i just pray now that you will word my mouth yes, and that amen. father god that you will use me for your glory and father through it all may you be glorified and may you be blessed we thank you now for it in jesus name, in jesus name. Amen. amen okay so we're talking about living by faith faith for finances and so um if you were with us last week uh we share with you then uh, that as we were going through various scriptures last week, our foundation scripture then was uh, was in Matthew 6.33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Those things being possessions, right? Things that you need. You know, what, what are you going to eat? What are you going to drink? What are you going to wear? And Jesus said that you shouldn't worry about those things, that... Um, the Gentiles worry about that kind of stuff, but you don't need to do that. Your yes. father cares about mm -hmm. you. Um, and the scripture says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Um, the Amplified Version says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, his way of doing and being right. Mm -hmm. and, and we focused on that because God has a way of doing and being right. And if we want to receive the things of God, no matter what they are, um, if we want to receive the blessings of God, no matter what they are, they're not going, the blessings of God do not come through man's devices. Amen. The blessings of God comes through the devices of God or the ways of God, the plans of God. So you're not going to get God's thing your way. Glory to God. So many people are frustrated right now because they're trying to get the things of God their way. It doesn't work. You can't bring your way to God and act like a little spoiled child and cross your arms and hold your breath. And, you know, not literally. I hope nobody's doing that. But you know what I mean by, you know, getting an attitude or getting mad or withdrawing yourself from God, withdrawing from church, refusing to read. Be, you know, that's not going to work with God. Mm -hmm. That doesn't work with God. If you want things from God, they come God's way. His way of doing and being right. 
And so we were talking last week about finances. God has no problem, no problem whatsoever blessing his people. He blessed Abraham. Abraham was rich. Isaac was rich. Jacob was rich. Joseph, he was in prison. And the, and the scriptures say that even while he was in prison in part of his house, God prospered him. Yeah. So, so God has no problem prospering his people. Okay. But it's for a reason, right? The, the covenant with Abraham, right? I'm going to make you a great nation, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm going to bless you and what? And you shall be a blessing. And all the nations of the earth are going to be blessed through you. And, 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 and because we're in Christ, right? They that be in Christ are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. That's, that's Galatians 3 and 29. And so we are the spiritual seed of Abraham. The blessing of Abraham is on our lives. And so we too are blessed to be a blessing. Glory to God. And all the families of the earth are going to be blessed through the people of God. Yes. Mm -hmm. Amen. Who understand what God is trying to do in the earth. He wants to bless the whole earth. How? Through his son, Jesus Christ. Right? So that we, as we live, and you know, we demonstrate as ambassadors of Christ the love of God in the earth. And how do we do that? Part of it is we take care of the least of these, our brethren. Right? Mm -hmm. The needy, the orphan, the poor, and so forth. How are you going to do that? Right? Because God prospers you, blesses you, but your heart is so in line with God that the blessings don't stop with you. They flow through you. Yeah. Glory to God. Mm -hmm. And when God knows that that's where you are, right, then he has no problem prospering you. He says, I give you power to get wealth. Deuteronomy 8 and 18. I give you power to get wealth. Why? That I may establish my covenant. Glory to God. What covenant? The covenant he made with Abraham, right? Yes. That all the families of the earth are going to be blessed through him, through us as the spiritual seed of Abraham. So when we get in line with that, God has no problem blessing us. So how are you going to get finances? You're going to get it his way. His way of doing and being right. Mm -hmm. And his way of doing is be in the right mindset, be of the right heart, and let me use you to bless the earth. Glory to God. So that brings us to today's scripture because this fella <laughs> wasn't getting it. He didn't get the memo, right? Mm -hmm. Now, this started out with a brother coming to Jesus and says to Jesus, you know, make him, speak to my brother and tell him to divide the inheritance with me. And Jesus said, what, who made me the judge over you? And then he says, you got to be careful not to be covetous. You know, to just want stuff. Mm -hmm. Amen. He says, beware. Don't just be wanting stuff. Mm -hmm. Somebody need to hear that tonight. Don't just be wanting stuff. <laughs> I know Jesus don't talk that way to some of you. But that's how, when I see scripture like this, that's what, that's what I see. Amen. <laughs> he said, just don't be wanting stuff. <laughs> Look, that's all. I want that. <laughs> Some of us can't even watch, you can't even watch the commercials. The man you say, ooh, I want that, I want that. <laughs> he like that. You just can't be wanting stuff. Coveting after things. And then he says, for a man's life consists not in the abundance of things which what? He possesses. And then he gave him a parable. 
And look what he says. He says, The ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentifully. And he, the rich man, thought within himself, saying, What shall I do? Because I have no room where to bestow my fruits. And he said, This will I do. I will pull down my barn, build greater, and there I will bestow all my fruits and all my goods. And I will say to my soul, Soul, thou hast much goods later for many years. Take thy ease, eat, drink, and be merry. So this man got blessed. And he had a barn. So he was already blessed with a barn. He had a barn, and he was storing things in the barn. But he got so blessed that the barn was too small to hold his stuff. So he said, what am I going to do with all this stuff? He goes, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to tear down a good barn. Now, come on, you got to hear this. I'm going to tear down a good barn <laughs> and build a bigger one so I can put all my stuff into that. And God called him a fool. Why did God call him a fool? Well, understand the, the man's problem. He was selfish. Let's just, put it, let's just put it out there plain. He was selfish. God so loved the world that he gave. Right? And that's the spirit he wants us to have. To be givers. God loves what? A cheerful giver. He wants us to be like him. We be imitators of God as dear children. We, we, we give. That's how he wants us to be. This man wasn't in no giving spirit. He said, I'm going to tear down a good barn, build a bigger one, so that I can just enjoy all this stuff. And look at his phrase, the phrases that he uses. He thought within himself saying, watch this, let's count the I's and my's and me's. What shall I do? That's one. Because I, too, have no room where to bestow my three fruits. And he said, this will I, four, do. I, five, will pull down my barns and build greater. And there will I, six, bestow all my seven fruits and my goods. Eight. And I, nine, will say to my soul, Soul, thou hast much goods. Lay up for many years. Lay up for many years. Take thine ease, eat, drink, and be merry. You see how many times he said, I and my he was focused on himself. Yes. He was focused on himself. He wasn't looking to be a blessing to others in the earth. He wasn't looking to bless the needy or the poor no. or the orphan or the widow or the afflicted, the sick. He wasn't looking the less fortunate. He wasn't looking to do that. He just wanted it all for himself. And so God said to him, thou fool. So we understand that God looks at selfishness as foolishness, mm -hmm. right? Because he understands that's not the way, glory to God. Remember, his way of doing and being right. That's not the way to get the provision of God in your life. And if you do have the provision of God in your life, that's not the way to keep it. <laughs> so he said, your selfishness is foolishness. Mm -hmm. And so he said, he said, thou fool, this night, your soul shall be required of thee. Then whose shall those things be which thou hast provided? And he then said, So is he that layeth up treasures for himself and is not rich toward God. And so we, it, it is so important for us to understand then that God's problem with the man wasn't that the man had a lot. It's that the man wanted to keep it all. That, that was his problem, right? And watch this. And, and, and this is a thing that we miss sometimes or some people miss. And if we're not careful, we all could miss it. 
Because some people really walk around and say, well, God doesn't want me to be rich. Or some people may even be, yeah. you know, God doesn't want me to have all that. You know, some people think it's pious and it's religious to say, all I need is enough for me and my family. I don't need all that. And I want to tell you something. This man was selfish because he wanted to keep all the stuff that God blessed him with for himself. But I will also say the person who says all I need is enough to take care of me and my family is also selfish. being selfish. Yeah. Because that's not what God wants. Remember, God wants to bless you so that you can be a blessing. And so if you say all I need is enough for me and my family, you just want what God gives to stay with you. That's not God's plan. God wants you to be a distribution center. He wants, he wants things to flow to you and through you and out to other people. But watch this, though. And, and, and again, we say, you know, we, we kind of, you know, we say, look, he blessed Abraham. He blessed Isaac. He blessed Jacob. And some people say, yeah, that's Old Testament. <laughs> okay. It is Old Testament. Doesn't mean don't count. <laughs> a lot of people say that. It's Old Testament. It's still Bible. Amen. Um, but, but here's New Testament and, and, and look how verse six, look what verse 16 says. It says the ground of a certain man brought forth plentifully. The man didn't do it. Right. The man didn't do it. Right. The ground did it. And what does the scripture say? The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. So if the ground, which is created by God, was the thing that brought forth plentifully, then you have to know that the creator made it bring forth plentifully. Yeah. God blessed this ground. God blessed this man. He had no problem blessing this mm -hmm. man. The problem he had with the man was that once blessed, the man didn't be a blessing. Yeah. That was the problem. You see that? Once blessed, the man didn't be a blessing. And that's where things fell apart. If this man understood the covenant of Abraham and said, I'm blessed to be a blessing, then when God blessed that ground to bring forth plentifully to bless that man, what he would have done is, what am I going to do with all my goods? I know I'm going to give to my neighbor. I'm going to give to the widow down the street. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it. And God, know what God would have done? He would have made sure that this ground continued to bring forth plenty. Glory to God. God has no problem blessing us. He just wants to know what you're going to do with it. Are you going to be a blessing? Are you going to do things my way? My way of doing and being right. Now, you remember last week, we were talking about, amen, just sharing some personal experiences about how we struggle. You know, when we were living in Virginia, we were struggling, right? And um, low credit score, no money, behind on rent. And my wife and I, we talked after last week's Bible study, and we even talked and we were talking about how we got an eviction notice on our door on a Sunday coming home from service. <laughs> so, <laughs> devil is a liar, amen? <laughs> but that's what happened, right? And so we were in this situation, and, and I was sharing last week how during this time when we really had lack, because we were talking about how do you get to the point of abundance. And some people, we said, you don't give out of your abundance, you give out of lack. Mm -hmm. Give and it shall be given unto you, good measure, pressed down, shaken together. 
And at that time, God was like just leaning on me. I was working in D.C., you know, to give money. And I shared last week, you know, I come out of the subway station, give that man $5. And sometimes I said, I shared, he would let me get halfway down the block and say, go back and get that man $5. I would and sometimes I told him once, he would have me cross the street, cross the street. And I'm going out of my way. I work this way. He wanted me to cross the street. There's somebody over there. Go over there and give them money. And it was just a few dollars, so it wasn't the amount. God wasn't, he, right, he was about the obedience, and he was training my heart. Yeah. And then remember, I, I shared with you last week the story of he made me, made me, he didn't make me, sorry. He, um, he, uh, I went to get lunch, and this man was outside the store, and said, hey, can you give me some money? I said, no, but I can buy you lunch. And I bought him lunch, and I came out, he's gone. Right, and then God told me to go to Lafayette Park to find somebody to give the lunch to, and I found someone in the park, a homeless guy. I gave him the lunch, and that guy told me what Jesus said here in the scripture. He said to me that, "Well, you're a Christian. That's what you're supposed to do because you're supposed to be rich toward God." I never forget it. I said, "He now is giving me Bible study, right?" But God was all in that thing because God was the one who told me. Offer to buy the man lunch. God was the one that said, go in the store and, you know, $5, $7, whatever it was, and buy him sandwich or whatever, buy him some lunch. Mm -hmm. And then God was the one who made that man disappear yeah. <laughs> when I came back out. And then God was the one who said to me, go find somebody in Lafayette Park. And God was the one that caused me to find the man who dropped some scripture on me. <laughs> Glory to God. It was all God. And he told me, be rich toward God. Yeah. So this was happening during this time. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just all kinds of ways. There was one time it was raining. I'll never forget this. It was raining. And there was a woman walking down the street, didn't have an umbrella. And God told me to give her my umbrella. Yeah. <laughs> and I gave her my umbrella. And I walked to work getting wet. So... I'm going through this, and God is saying, give this, give money, give, give it, give it. And so and I told my wife this. Remember I told you? I said, so I finally said to God, like one day he told me, oh, go over there and give the money. And we're struggling. Mm -hmm. And I said, I said, okay, God, if you want me, <laughs> if you, right? If you want me to give away money, to give, away, to give money away, okay, give you got to give me some giveaway money. That's why I told him, if you want me to give money away, then Lord, you got to give me some giveaway money. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, all I will tell you is, over, uh, you know, years later, as 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 we 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 demonstrated to God, we could be faithful stewards. He just continued to move and to bless or whatever. And then one day, he told us, make a budget mm -hmm. for your household, because he said every successful company operates on a budget. They know where their money goes. They know how much money comes in. They know how much money goes out. He said, make a family budget. Everything. Groceries, bills, right? Everything. Mm -hmm. Even if you went to back, back then, Blockbuster, right? Right. Right. You know, you get the good, you rent movies, everything. You put, and so we made this chart. My wife made a chart, right? With all the expenditures. And, and, and then we had a line item. Glory to God. My wife would tell you, I'm not lying. That would say what? Giveaway give money. Give away money. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a lot all the time, but we had in our budget. Why? Because God is faithful. Glory Amen. to God. Right? 
but but the, the, here's the point. Here's the point. Because someone will say, yeah, you're saying that God's way of of of, of getting things to people is 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 by us or, or getting finances is by giving and getting. I don't have anything to give. That's okay. Here's the thing. Work on and 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 allow God to work on your heart. Because see, giving is not. It can, it's not about the condition of your wallet or your yes. bank account. Yes. Giving is about the condition of your heart. So even right now, for someone who says, I don't have anything to give away, that's okay. Let God, tell God, I want to give things away. That's Because that's essentially what I said to God. I said, God, if you want me, if you want me to to to. to 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 have money to give yeah. and to give away, then you have to give me some giveaway money. And what was I saying? I'm willing to do it, Lord. <laughs> I'm willing to do it. You apparently get a kick out of this. <laughs> I'm willing to do it. <laughs> but then, okay, if you want to do it, then let's get serious about it. <laughs> Amen. So if, if if someone is saying, I don't have anything to give, that's fine. Then just say to God, God, but give me the heart of yes. a giver. Amen. And see, what does God say? God says he'll give you the desires of your heart. Oh, and it's those kind of desires that God will give you. Because those yeah. are desires that are in line with what he wants to do. So when you let God know, I have a desire to give God. I don't have much. I don't have two nickels to rub together. But Lord, I want to be a giver. Show me how I can give even though I don't have money. He may show you how to give your time. He may show you how to give advice. He may show you how to give other things. He may show you how to, hey, you know what? You hey, you make the best chocolate chip cookies this side of the Mississippi. <laughs> and so next thing you know, next, you, you're blessing people with your, with your famous <laughs> chocolate chip cookie. There's, giving comes in so many ways. Amen. The important thing is to have a heart of a giver. Right. Yeah. So 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 if you don't have that's fine. But say to God, I want to because that's what he's looking for. He's looking for that cheerful prompt to do it. giver. remember we read yeah. it last week. He's looking for cheerful givers. Right now. Um, <laughs> my wife who's over there. And God has blessed us both to to and all glory to God, all glory to God, Amen. To to to, to be givers, and 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 again, but it came through. He took us through lack, yes, right, and 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 then taught us things, and then tested us, and 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 so forth. It was a process. It's right. a process. Mm -hmm. And my wife's a giver. And those of you who know my wife know she's a giver. You know, you you know, I don't know how many people are watching right now who who gotten packages from my wife that she didn't even tell you were coming, right? Gifts and all kinds of things. She's a giver. Um, and, and my wife knows she'll go to the, you know, I get these calls from my wife sometimes. I'm at work and she'll call me. And, and and I know how these conversations go. She'll go, you busy? <laughs> um, no, I'm good. What? what what's up? Um, right then I know. When she does that, um, <laughs> I think I need to give this woman in the salon some money. <laughs> I go, 
Okay. And she'll say, she'll tell me the story. I overheard what she said, or somebody told me that she needed this, or she needed that. And I just say to her, what do you want to do? Mm -hmm. I think I want to, I don't know. I, I'm feeling led to give her, and just fill in the blank. Sometimes this is a couple dollars, sometimes 250 but I never, one time he told me, you want to get 750 <laughs> And I was like, and, but I've learned something. I've learned something. I don't get in the way of giving. Glory to God. I don't get in the way of my wife's giving. Why? Because I understand what it's all about. That's God's way of doing. And that's God's way of getting more resources back into your hands. Amen. Remember, it's more blessed to give than to receive. It's blessed to receive, but it's more blessed to give. Why? Because God multiplies the seed that is sown. Glory to God. So when she does that, and she, um, I know what's coming, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And it's like, in my wife, I have never said no. Nope, never. I have never said no. Why? Because I understand God's way of doing and being right. Glory to God. And, and so th this, this is where God wants us to be. This is where God wants us to be. And if we're not there because you say, I don't have those resources, fine. Let God work on your heart. And the resources will come as he knows. I can trust you now because I know you're not going to be like this fella and, and, and build a bigger barn for yourself. You're not just going to take what I give you and go to the mall and splurge it. You know, you're not going to do that. You're going to. And here's it. Look, he wasn't going to get mad if this man ate some of this food. He was mad because the man wanted to keep all of it. Right. 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 God doesn't mind. God blessed him with it. So of course he wanted them to eat it. God blesses you with finance. Of course he wants you to spend. You're gonna spend some on yourself, your family, your loved one. But is that all you're gonna do or are you gonna give some away? Are you gonna be a blessing to those who are in need? And when he knows he can trust you that way, he'll yes. just he'll flow it into your he'll flow it into your hands. Yeah. He'll flow it into your hands. Now watch this. Proverbs eleven 24 to 25, New Living Translation says this. Give freely, watch this, give freely and become more wealthy. <laughs> Be stingy and lose everything. Wow. Right? The generous will prosper. The generous. Not the one who keeps. The generous. The one who gives. The generous will prosper. Those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. Refreshed by who? By God. Because he knows, I refresh you, and then you refresh others, I'm going to keep refreshing yeah. you. That's Amen. Right. That's, That's his true. way. His way of doing and being right. Mm -hmm. Now, um, if we go to First Timothy chapter 6, First Timothy chapter 6, let's look at verse 17 together. It says, charge them that are rich in this world, that they be not high-minded, nor trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God, who gives us richly all things to enjoy. Mm -hmm. That they, watch this, this is for the rich, this is the charge to the rich, that they what? Do good, mm -hmm. that they be what? Rich in good works, mm -hmm. rich toward God. Look at this. Ready to distribute. Wow. Willing to communicate or to share. Right? Laying up in store for themselves a good foundation against the time to come that they may lay hold on eternal life. Mm 
So you see what happens. God says those who are blessed and, and who he blesses, what's he want? He wants them. He says, listen, they give, he gives us all things richly to enjoy so mm -hmm. you can enjoy it. Mm -hmm. But don't stop there. Do good with it. Yeah. Be rich with it in terms of being generous with it. Right. Be ready to distribute and yeah. be willing to share. Mm -hmm. That's the key. That's the key. That was this is what it means, really, mm -hmm. to be rich toward God. Right? To be rich toward because God doesn't need us to give him anything. No. But what did Jesus say? When you did it to the least of these, my brethren, you did it unto me. Mm -hmm. So how do we be rich toward God? By being rich toward those around us. Glory to God. Amen. Yes. So God has no problem with us being blessed. He's the one who blesses us. Amen. He blessed this rich man's ground. Mm -hmm. Amen. Um, what concerned him was the rich man wanted to keep it for himself and didn't want to be a blessing. Um, in Exodus chapter 12, uh, the children of Israel were about to be delivered from Egypt by the hand of God. And Moses told the children of Israel to go, and, and the, the King James Version, I believe, uses the term, go borrow from the Egyptians' possessions. Because we're about to leave. Go borrow. <laughs> As if you're going to pay it back. <laughs> um, um, uh, and so, you know, and so that's what they did. And I want to read to you Exodus 12, 35 to 36. This is from the New International Version, NIV. So Moses told him, go borrow of the Egyptians, you know, clothing and all the rest of it. And Exodus 12, 35 through 36 says, and the people of Israel did as Moses had instructed. They asked the Egyptians for clothing. <laughs> Watch this. And for articles of silver and gold. Verse 36. The Lord caused the Egyptians to look favorably on the Israelites. And they gave the Israelites whatever they asked for. Mm -hmm. So they stripped the Egyptians of their wealth. Mm. Now. It says here that the, that the children of Israel stripped the Egyptians of their wealth. But how did it happen? Verse 36, the Lord caused the Egyptians to give them the stuff. That's what it says. So how did the blessings come into the, the his people's hands? Because the Lord made it that way. Yes. And he took the wealth of the Egyptians and gave it to his people. God has no problem giving you wealth. Has no problem giving you provision. Yes. You don't have to be a patriarch. You don't have to be Abraham. Isaac or Jacob. These are just normal folk. And they went to the Egyptians and said, give me them clothes. And the Egyptians said, okay. And why are you at it? <laughs> give me the silver and gold too. <laughs> Glory to God. And the Lord caused them to, to give it to them. And yeah. uh, Psalm 105, verse 37 says, the Lord brought his people out of Egypt loaded with silver and gold. <laughs> right? God did that. Yeah. God brought them out loaded. Mm -hmm. Right? Why did I read that? 
just simply to, to again, it's all throughout the Bible. God has no problem blessing his people. It's, it's his way of showing that he's a good God, that he's a, a God who provides. And you say, well, why doesn't everybody have? Well, partly why, why do everybody doesn't have because too many people who God blesses act like this man who built a bigger barn. Yes. That's part of the reason. You know, God said, Jesus said, the poor will be with you always because he knew no matter how much his people, the, the people of God will be blessed, they wouldn't take care of everybody. Right. But there's enough riches in this world to take care of everybody and then some. But we, we can't do anything about other people. We can only do things about ourselves. And so let us develop a heart that's in line with God's way of doing and being right. And his way of doing and being right is to be blessed mm -hmm. and then be a blessing, right? So that other people can be blessed in the earth. That the goodness of God will go forward. That 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 the gospel of Jesus Christ will go forward, right? And that God's covenant that He established through Abraham, that's on your life as someone who is in Christ Jesus, will be established, right? Now, a couple of things I want to read before we go. Um, Haggai, Haggai is a tough book to find. It's between Zephaniah and Zechariah. Right before Malachi. So it's toward the end of the Old Testament. Um, but the book of Haggai. Chapter 1. Let's look at. Um, let's look at. Um, glory to God. Before we do this, we got to do something else. Thank you, Lord. Um, let, let's do this. Let's go to Genesis. Let's go to Genesis chapter 32. We'll, we'll come back to Haggai chapter 1. So if you found it, put a bookmark there. We'll come back. God's a good God. Let's go to Genesis. Let's go to Genesis 32. You know, um, we were talking on Sunday about Jacob and Esau. Mm -hmm. And remember, um, uh, you know, they had gotten separated. But Esau said, I'm going to kill Jacob because Jacob had, you know, deceived Isaac and, and, and received the blessing that Isaac wanted to give to Esau. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, Jacob went away, went to Laban's house. He worked all those years. He married Leah and Rachel. Um, but about 20 years of, of being gone, God told him to go back. And he was concerned about how he was going to be treated by his brother. And so on his way back, he prepared all these gifts for Esau. And so let's look at Genesis 32 for a second. Um, verse 13. It says that um, he lodged there that same night and took that which came to his hand, a present for Esau, his brother. 200 she-goats, 20 he-goats, 200 ewes, 20 rams, 30 milch camels with their colts, 40 kine and 10 bulls, 20 uh, she-donkeys, <laughs> glory to God, and 10 foals. And he delivered them into the hand of his servants, every drove by themselves, and said to his servants, pass over before me and put a space betwixt drove and drove. And then he just told them, when you come across Esau and he asks you, 
Whose are all these? Say that they were present from your brother Jacob. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, if we go to chapter 33, Jacob and Esau finally meet up. And in verse 8, Esau, after Jacob bows down to the ground and meets him and everything else, greets him with all this respect. In 33 verse 8, Esau says to Jacob, what meanest thou by all this drove which I met? Mm. And he says, well, he said, what's up with all these, all these, all these animals mm -hmm. that I met along the way? All these animals that you said is a present. He said, what's up with all this? Right? Mm -hmm. And Jacob says, these are to find grace in the sight of my Lord. And Esau said, I have enough, my brother. Now let's stop right there. Esau, Isaac's son, Right? Mm -hmm. he, he's part of the people of God. What he says, I got enough. Yeah. Right? <laughs> he says, I have enough, my brother. Keep that thou hast unto thyself. So what he said, he said, I have enough. Just keep it. I don't need this. Mm -hmm. what? Now, what does Jacob say? And Jacob says, no. <laughs> I pray thee, if now I have found grace in thy sight, then receive my present at my hand. But therefore I have seen thy face as though thy, I had seen the face of God and thou was pleased with me. Take, I pray thee, my blessing that is brought to thee because God, look at this, because God has dealt graciously with me and because I have enough. Mm -hmm. And he urged him and he took it. I wanted to read that and, and the Holy Spirit just put that on my heart to read because, see, Jacob Jacob understood something. Yeah, he was trying to make amends with his brother. Mm -hmm. But he also understood something. I put these presents together, all these animals. We read how many, or 200 of this, 100 of that, right? He put all this together, and he said, I'm giving this to my brother. And even though his brother's got, nah, I don't need it. I'm good. Jacob said, uh-uh-uh. If I'm giving it, you taking it. <laughs> yeah. Right? And, and this is one thing that, 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 that it... It, that tests you if you're a giver. Mm -hmm. Because see, if Esau, there's a lot of people, you try to give them something, they go, oh no, I don't need that. And you go, okay. See, <laughs> if, if, if you can get off your giving that easy, then you, God needs to strengthen you in your yeah. giving. Mm -hmm. See, there are going to be many times in your giving that someone's going to say to you, no, 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 I don't need that. Or I don't need that much. You follow your heart. As yeah. each man purpose in his heart to give, so give. As each woman, right, so give. Right? So the point here is follow, give, right? Mm -hmm. and, and and understand something. And I've said this to people in, in, in the past. If I want to give you something, don't get in the way of my blessing. Because, see, this is how it works. God has blessed me. Jacob said God has dealt graciously with me. Mm -hmm. He understood where his provision came from. It wasn't his job. It wasn't his talent. It wasn't his degree. Mm -hmm. It wasn't his business. It was his God. Yeah. Glory to God. Amen. All glory goes to God. He said, God has dealt graciously with me. So it came down like this. And I gave this to you. And you going to take it. <laughs> Why? Because he understood something. It goes like this. God gives to me. I give to you. Right? Mm -hmm. And then God, right, receives that back and gives back to me. And you are not going to stop 
this flow. And, and glory to God. And so when people, when you want to be a blessing, people go, oh, no, no, no. You let them know. Oh, whoa, whoa. Don't get in the way of my blessing. Don't get in the way of the flow of the blessing, right? Because God wants to give to me. I give to you. He receives that as given unto him. And then he gives it right back. And that's the flow. And so that's the flow you want to get into. And you don't got to be mean about it. Just let people know. No, 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 no. You got to take this. Take this now. Amen. And then sometimes if they don't want to take it, then, you know, you might have to do one of them sneaky things. Oh, they don't want to take the hundred from you or whatever. Then you know what? But by you leave, you go, you know, what? I got to use your bathroom. And then you just leave it in there and then you get on up out of there. Right. <laughs> sometimes you got to do that. Right. But you want to make sure you keep the flow going. And, and see, when you're like that. You know you in the given place. Amen. Amen. Glory yes. to God. So we just wanted to stop there for a second. So let's go back to Haggai. Thank God for that 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 little that little detour. So we were in Haggai. Amen. Chapter one. Uh Haggai chapter one. So let's look at verse number one. It says in the second year of Darius the king, in the sixth month, in the first day of the month, came the word of the Lord by Haggai, the prophet, unto Zerubbabel. We just go down to verse 2. Thus speaketh the Lord of hosts, saying, This people say, The time is not come, the time that the Lord's house should be built. Then came the word of the Lord by Haggai, the prophet, saying, Is it time for, for you, O ye, to dwell in your sealed or paneled, fancy houses mm -hmm. and this house meaning the temple lie waste now therefore thus saith the lord of hosts consider your ways you have sown much and bring in little you eat but ye have not enough ye drink but ye are not filled with drink ye clothe you but there is none warm and he that earneth wages earneth wages to put it into a bag with holes thus saith the lord of hosts consider your ways yeah. go up to the mountain and bring wood, and build the house, the temple, and I will take pleasure in it, and I will be glorified, says the Lord. You looked for much, and lo, it came to little. And when you brought it home, I did blow upon it. Why, saith the Lord of hosts? Because of my house that is waste, it's lying waste, yes. and you run every man into his own house. Therefore, the heaven over you is stayed from dew, and the earth is stayed from her fruit. And I called for a drought upon the land and upon the mountains and upon the corn and upon the new wine and upon the oil and upon all that the ground bringeth forth and upon men and upon cattle and upon all the labor of the hands. You see what happened here? Mm -hmm. And God said twice, consider your ways. Remember, he has a way of doing his way of doing yeah. and being right. He said, but you're doing things. What? Your, your way. way. Consider your ways, yeah. right? And what was their way? They took care of their house. They made their house all nice. But they said, it ain't time to rebuild the temple. We need to build our house, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? And God said, you need to consider that. You need to consider because what happens? Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Yeah. So whose house should be built first? God's yeah. house needs yeah. to be taken care of, right? Or at the very least, you be taking care of both. But don't just take care of your house and let my house lie in ruins. Mm -hmm. And he said, because you're doing that, he says in verse 6, you've sown a whole bunch, but you got back little. You eat, but you can't be satisfied. 
You drink and you're still thirsty. You put on clothes, but you're cold. Can't even get warm. Mm -hmm. He said, then you earn money and you put it into bags with holes in it. Easy come, easy go. Oh. Money just goes through your fingers. Jesus. He says, why? Because you're not taking care of first things first. Yes. You're not seeking first the kingdom of God. You're not being rich toward God. I'm blessing you with stuff, but because you don't know what to do with the blessing. Jesus. I'm just letting it disappear. Mm -hmm. And then he says, he says, you go up to the mountain, you build my house, I'll take pleasure in it. And then verse 9, he said, you look for much, and it came to little. How many people can, can, can relate to that? Yes. You brought it home, and I blew on it. I mean, I destroyed the thing. Didn't even last. How many people can relate to that? Mm -hmm. Jesus. Right? Why? Because my house was lying waste. You're not taking care of first things first. He said, now, just because of that, I'm not going to let it rain. I'm not going to let the earth bear its fruit. I'm going to put a drought upon the land and upon the mountains, the corn, and everything else. Why? Because you're not, your priorities are out of line. Yes. And you're doing things your way. And he says, consider your ways. Yes. Glory to God. Consider your ways. And so, um, God has a way of doing things. And if we do it his way, that's the way we get his provision into our hands. Yes. But we can't do it our way, right? We can't do, oh, I'm going to take care of myself first, and then I'll get to the things of God. Then I'm going to... No, right? Our heart goes upward first, yes. right? Yes. And we're rich toward God first, and we obey his voice first. And what he wants us to do is to remember I'm my, I, like, like, like Jacob said, my God has dealt graciously with me. Mm -hmm. As he deals graciously with us, then we're gracious with others. Mm -hmm. And he says, that's the flow. That's mm -hmm. the flow that mm -hmm. I want to keep. Amen. That's the flow that I want to keep. Um, I want to read one last thing, and this actually has to do with fasting. And it's not so much that we're talking about fasting because we're not, but it just also shows God's heart. Right. And this is in Isaiah uh, 58. Isaiah 58. And um, verse 1, it says, Shout with the voice of a trumpet blast. Shout aloud. Don't be timid. Tell my people Israel of their sins. Yet they act so pious. They come to the temple every day and seem delighted to learn all about me. They act like a righteous nation that would never abandon the laws of its God. They ask me to take action on their behalf, pretending they want to be near me. God's not fooled by anything. Amen. Amen. We have fasted before you, they say. Why aren't you impressed? We have been very hard on ourselves and you didn't even notice it. I, tell, I will tell you why I respond. It's because you are fasting to please yourselves. Even while you fast, you keep oppressing your workers. What good is fasting when you keep on fighting and quarreling? Yes. This kind of fasting will never get you anywhere with me. Mm -hmm. Somebody needs to hear that. Because, see, you, you fast and you, you make a point of fasting, but you still go mad with people around you. And God said, what kind of fast is that? God has a way of doing things. You humble yourselves by going through the motions of penance, bowing your heads like reeds bending in the wind. You dress in burlap and cover yourselves with ashes. Is this what you call fasting? Mm. Do you really think this will please the Lord? 
And then God goes on to say, no, this is the kind of fasting I want. Yes. Free those who are wrongly in prison. Mm -hmm. Lighten the burden of those who work for you. Let the oppressed go free yeah. and remove the chains that bind people. Watch this. Share your food with the hungry <laughs> and give shelter to the homeless. Give clothes to those who need them and do not hide from relatives who need your help. Uh-oh. 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 Right there. Right there. Do not hide yourself from relatives who need your help. Uh-oh. Who's that? That's Uncle Jimmy. Tell him I'm not home. <laughs> <laughs> Glory to God. Amen. This is from the Bible. Brother not making this up. Then your salvation will come like the dawn mm -hmm. and your wounds will be will quickly heal. Yeah. Your godliness will lead you forward and the glory of the Lord will protect you from behind. Then when you call, the Lord will answer, yes, I am here. He will quickly mm -hmm. reply. Remove the heavy yoke of oppression. Stop pointing your finger and spreading vicious rumors. Feed the hungry and help those in trouble. Then your light will shine out from darkness and the darkness around you will be as bright as noon. The Lord will guide you continually, giving you water when you are dry and restoring your strength. You will be like a well-watered garden, yes. like an ever-flowing yes. spring. Yes. And how do you get to this well-watered garden, ever-flowing spring, being watered when you're dry, restoring your strength? Guided continually and all the rest of it by giving. Yeah. <laughs> by giving. And even when he's teaching about fasting, he's letting you know, I'm concerned of how you deal with people and that even while you're fasting and denying yourself food, you're feeding other people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're clothing people. You're not hiding from those who need help. Yeah. This is the heart of God. And when we get in line with that, you see what he said? He said, then when you do this, I'm going to be there for you. Yes. I'm going to bless you. You're going to be watered. You're going to be restored. You're going to be strengthened. Glory to God. You're going to be a blessing. Mm -hmm. That's how it works. Amen. Mm -hmm. And so when we want to have faith for finances, it's not about saying, you know, my name is Jimmy. I take all that you give me. That ain't going to work. God's not going to do it that way. He's going to do it by you and I being distribution centers Amen. and and understanding that that's part of how the the covenant and the blessing of abraham is to work and how he is he wants to establish his covenant in the earth Amen. through his people mm -hmm. amen glory to god all right so we're done uh with this um one of the things that 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 the lord has has us working on is an outline on on um Faith for finances, similar. It's a little bit different. We, you know, we have we have an outline on healing. I know we put the scriptures and we put that online, but we also have that that teaching on healing. We probably mm -hmm. should put that up as well, um, because I believe that's what the Lord wants to do with the uh, faith for finances. So, working on that. Hopefully, we have that in the next week or two. Um, I'm not quite sure how the Lord wants to break it down. He's given me a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> Amen. And so now I just have to wait for the instructions. Amen. He sent me grocery shopping. I have all the ingredients, but now I need to know uh, how 
I need the recipe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Glory to God. So um, um, I know that's going to come, and as it does, it'll go together, and then we'll get that out, and we'll put it out on on the website um, as for notes. Um, but we, you know, uh, Lord willing, we're gonna come back again. I don't know where he's going next, but we're going yeah. to go next again to faith for something. Amen. Because yes. we're going to continue with practical application for this overall uh, Bible study that he has us in of living by faith. Amen. But we want to have practical application that we can apply to our lives every day. Amen. So that we can uh, truly walk in the blessings of God. So God bless you. Let's pray tonight. Father, we bless your name. Yes, Glory to God. And we thank you, Lord, for what you have spoken unto us, what yes, you've shared God. with us. We thank you, God, how you continue, God, to just uh, just bring us up higher and higher. Yes, continue God. to have your way uh, in us, O oh God. And Father God, prepare our hearts and make it good ground to receive uh, all of this precious seed that you are sowing. Jesus yes, said in the parable of the sower, the seed is the word of God. And so, Father, we thank you for this precious seed sown in our spirit. Father, I pray now your blessing on everyone under the sound of my voice. Yes, pray, God, God, that you will be with them on tonight. Answer their prayers, God. Glory to God. Uh, move by your spirit. And, Father God, answer prayers tonight. And, yes, Father God, God, show yourself as a strong and mighty God, a faithful God, a caring God. And yes, Father, I just yes. thank you for your amazing grace. Yes. Father God, now thank we you. just turn everything over into your hands tonight. We just thank you for this Bible study. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you for your love that yes, never fails. Lord, and you, we Jesus. give you all praise tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 God bless you. Amen. We look forward to seeing you next time. Amen. So continue to pray for us. We'll pray for you. And we're going to continue um, to live by faith. Amen. amen. Thank you.